train terminates at Stratford. Down here in London, on my way to the Learning Technologies Conference at the XL Center for some. Uh, we'll see what's going on new in learning tech. Really, I come here. Been coming here probably for the last five years or so, and each time I come, I learn some or see some and learn some new and wonderful things and see. All the great stuff that's going on with learning tech. The thing is just trying to figure out how the hell to use it all. There's so much and it changes all the time. So, looking forward to seeing what's new this time around, 2020. Alright, so I'm here with a good friend of mine, Mr. Aldo. Breda. Good to see you, Clay. I always pronounce your name wrong because I was giving you to say Breda, but it's Breda. Yeah, if you say Aldo Breda, then yeah. we will no longer be friends. We're no longer. Aldo? Aldo, Yeah, so we're here at the Learning Technologies Conference. So what brought you to this place? Besides us getting a chance to sort of catch up. Um, I have been in L&D for about 20 years and originally I worked for a company called Learning Tree International, which was a technology training company. And I have been very far removed from that for the past sort of 10, 15 years. So coupled of the opportunity to see you I thought I'd come back and see what's going on in the learning world seeing what's happening in learning yeah. technology is since, good since uh, the early 2000s yeah well no, it's dec that's like ancient <laughs> history I there I, mean, I thought PowerPoint was cutting edge <laughs> <laughs> so now you had an interesting idea for a podcast so to talk about that a little bit and then let's Give me an example in real time. Yeah, okay. It came about from a networking event I was at for the local businesses about a week ago. And the young guy was asking what uh, my business what is, uh, it's sales training and development. And he asked me if I did a, if I considered doing uh, a blog or an audio blog and or just to promote my website, which is how it came about. Um, so I was thinking about ideas which are of interest to me and obviously my business and how to position them. So typically for what I've seen on things like YouTube, you'll have somebody who's got an area of expertise giving you tips on that area of expertise. So I thought I will do a different take on that. So our area of business is sales training and influence. I was going to look at it from the perspective of what has influenced me personally over the course of let's say a week so that could be something that's in the news or it could be uh, something I'm looking at buying okay, well, hold on. What's, what's influenced you in the last week uh, the coronavirus has been an obvious one because that has been rife and I was thinking why has that stuck um, at a superficial level uh, if you can say that about a subject like that um, corona obviously being a, a popular brand of beer so that name sticks in my head quite a lot but I think it was also um, it was the, the government involvement and then basically authority figures from China, the US, talking about quarantines and stuff, and it got a lot of airtime. So the more airtime it got, the more important I thought it would be. I'll tell you what made it catch my eye, why it caught my eye, is because I've been, I've, the family, um, we play this game um, that's, called, that's about outbreaks. And essentially, you have to do exactly that. There's outbreaks that are happening across the world and you have your little team of scientists and engineers and you have to come up with and research okay. and defeat yeah. the virus before 
it completely overwhelms the world. So when I saw the first headline, I was like, this is just like the headlines in the game. <laughs> and then it kept getting more serious because they were like, you know, the research this, and then they were saying another outbreak here. And it's exactly how the game actually works out and plays out. And so for the start of it, you know, the group of friends that I play this with, it was kind of jokey, like, but then it's got more and more serious. But that's why it initially stuck out to me yep. because of this game that we play that's exactly mimicking real world happening. That's right. And, and I think a lot of that, that's, that's um, because we can, well, at whatever level you can associate with it, either at a personal level for a game or, for example, someone that you know who has been ill and you've gone through that from that process where someone's having to be you know, taken care of I think we can all relate to it very easily but what fascinated me was the what uh, is we're, we're surrounded by like illnesses or potential illnesses and things throughout the world on a day-in day-out basis there's things that you can contract and, and stuff like that but through the media and through how it's been reported and I've actually spoken to a friend of mine who's a, a health professional or two that's two health professionals one pharmacist one nurse they're saying the real issue around the, the the problem in the uk is about quarantining people from it yeah and we have the capacity to do that in this country the reason why it grew into such a pandemic in china from what i've been told is because they didn't have the opportunity they didn't have the ability to do that to contain it so um that's another way of saying okay well let's look at the perspective from how we're going to deal with the coronavirus as to how we what's that what is it actually doing but you know what's interesting there's, there's two stories in there but on our way down here because again you talk about the media and then all I was thinking okay well I'm going down to a big city I don't know who's been where and you're gonna be interacting with people you know is you know how easy it is for me to just happen to bump into somebody that has it but and then they're spreading it so we were on the train yeah. and there was a lady a few uh, seats behind me and she was coughing and hacking the whole way down but you could see people looking up every time she coughed and every people were looking around to see who it was and because she continued almost uh, you know for 45 with the whole journey basically there's you know, some people getting irate and starting to you know getting angry yeah. um, only one person actually got up and left the cart but you know again how does it play out in the media the media oh, this big outbreak so that sounds really crazy and, and it's also um okay so we know we know the story's out there but the story's yeah. getting bigger and bigger it's getting yeah. more and more serious so from the perspective of the podcast it was looking at what are the elements of the story that are making it become more and more emotive and what would you say that is now it's now it's going to be it's going to move on to things like social proof because there are more and more people having it uh, or being diagnosed with having it in the uk so now it sounds it seems to become more imminent on our doorstep so hence the emotions well up yeah. so there's an element of um, there are not not necessarily a scientific study to prove how contractable it is but evidence that there are people and just before it, we yeah. came down here yesterday was the first case in London really yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you live in limits as far yeah and just okay. like, while we're at this yeah. conference there was another headlines in London one of the GP surgeries or whatever is closing its doors to in the, I guess the coronavirus. I didn't get to look, read it, but it's that kind of thing what you're saying, isn't That's it? That's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 basically how these things play out, and I, I always look to see how. I've always been interested to see how um, things escalate. And I think Malcolm Gladwell did a book, Tipping Point, yeah. uh, when he talks about how things get to a fanaticism or, f or, fa or fan level. And uh, this is a very, very serious subject. Um, but uh, and in addition to that, it was just seeing how 
quickly that story was catching on how and what were the parts of it was making people start to really start to panic about it. And how does this relate to your business? Well, one, tell us what your business is yeah, and what it is that you do and then how does this all kind of relate in the work that you do? Yeah, uh, my business is I, I work in um, training and development and specialise in working with sales and management teams, so effectively sales techniques. So um, uh, you look at the elements that affect people's behaviour, uh, what gets their attention, uh, what makes them react and what makes them ultimately make decisions and buy things or make decisions and improve things or from a coaching perspective. So I'm, I'm looking at what elements of that story are motivating people to take action. So um, that's how it relates to what I do. And just to go back to the initial question that you asked about the podcast, we're going to be looking at, um, hopefully looking at speaking to local businesses to find out from their business owners what makes them make decisions or what have they reacted to in the media this week or what buying decisions have they made, what made them buy car X over car Y or, and things like that. So, um, so Great, and where can people find you on the internet? Um, at the moment, uh, on my website, www.aldobreda.co.uk and soon to be, if Clay helps me, on uh, YouTube and Spotify. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming that as soon as you go home, that you're going to set up a landing page for the podcast. You're going to put some context around it so people listening to this, if they're interested in that kind of stuff, they can go submit their email to be notified when the first episode launches. Your assumption is correct, Clay. <laughs> and thank you for that. <laughs> right, awesome. Your help is much appreciated. All right, now let's get the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs>